coming up on 5-Minute News. Coronavirus spreads to over 60 countries. Israel in limbo as voters go to polls for third time in a year. And Pete Buttigieg ends his presidential campaign. It's Monday, March 2. I'm Anthony Davis. The number of countries hit by the coronavirus climbed past 60, and the death toll worldwide reached at least 3,000. New fronts in the battle opened rapidly over the weekend, deepening the sense of crisis that has already sent financial markets plummeting, emptied the streets in many cities, and rewritten the routines of millions of people. More than 88,000 around the globe have been infected, with the virus popping up on every continent but Antarctica. Australia and Thailand reported their first deaths yesterday, while the Dominican Republic and the Czech Republic recorded their first infections. Italian authorities announced that the number of people infected in the country soared 50% to 1,694 in just 24 hours, and five more had died, bringing the death toll there to 34. France raised its number of reported cases to 130, an increase of 30 from the day before, and said it had seen two deaths. The US government advised Americans against travelling to the two northern Italian regions hit hardest, among them Lombardy, which includes Milan. Major American airlines began suspending flights to Milan. The travel restrictions against Italy and the rising alarm in France could deal a heavy blow to the country's tourism industries. Spring, especially Easter, is a hugely popular time for schoolchildren to visit France and Italy. Tourism accounts for 13% of the economy there, with its world-class museums, archaeological sites and architectural treasures. More than 5.6 million Americans visit Italy every year, representing 9% of foreign tourists. Iran, Iraq and South Korea, among other places, also saw the number of infections rise. Cases in the US climbed to at least 74, with the first death in the United States reported on Saturday. A man in his 50s in Washington state who had underlying health problems but hadn't travelled to any affected areas. The Louvre, home of the Mona Lisa and other priceless artworks, closed after workers expressed fear of being contaminated by the stream of visitors from around the world. The Louvre, one of the most popular museums, received 9.6 million visitors last year, almost three-quarters of them from abroad. Israelis are due to vote today in the country's third election in 12 months, with many worried the result will be just as inconclusive as previous rounds, extending a painful political stalemate deep into 2020. After two failed attempts to form a government, the country has been plunged into limbo, run by an interim administration without powers to pass significant legislation or even a budget. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is, once again, facing off against his former army chief of staff, Benny Gans. Polls still suggest that neither side will have enough seats in Israel's parliament, the Knesset, to end the crisis. The country may be dragged into yet another months-long election cycle. 
While politicians bicker, Israel has remained on autopilot, and the status has already affected state-funded projects, not only building roads and classrooms, but also vital charity work. While this cyclical show continues for the Knesset for months, Netanyahu continues running the country even though his previous term had ended and he faces three major criminal indictments, including the charges of bribery, fraud and breach of trust. The Prime Minister has denied all allegations. Pete Buttigieg, who rose from being a small-town Midwestern mayor to a barrier-breaking top-tier candidate for the Democratic presidential nomination, is ending his campaign. He began informing campaign staff on Sunday. They were not authorised to speak publicly and requested anonymity. Buttigieg, the first openly gay candidate to seriously contend for the presidency, was perhaps the most consistently impressive candidate in the democratic field, eloquent and disciplined, and tried to make the case that his party thrived when it embraced candidates who offered generational change. But the millennial Afghanistan war veteran ended up being more successful at winning older voters while Senator Bernie Sanders captured the energy of younger ones. Voters saw Buttigieg in the more moderate lane of the democratic field, and he flourished early with a top finish in the Iowa caucuses and a close second-place finish in New Hampshire. But as the race moved to more diverse states, less dependent on college-educated voters, Buttigieg struggled. His departure from the race reflects the growing pressuring among more moderate Democrats to consolidate in an effort to blunt the rise of Sanders, who Buttigieg says was too liberal to be elected. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.